systems are a go. Confirming all systems are a go. Launching the podcast. Three, two, one. This is Hello from Mars. Hey, I'm Marissa. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Hello from Mars. Uh, this week, I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm surrounded by my favorite band. I'm even wearing a shirt right now because why not? Uh, but this is what's happening, okay? Because I love Hanson. Uh, for those who know me, they're very well aware of that. I mean, I've got a whole room dedicated. Uh, but not only that, um, if you have been completely unaware that these guys have been around consistently for the last 25 years, you may have been you know, reintroduced to them in the past week because of the Masked Singer. They got unveiled on the show this past week and surprised a whole heck of a lot of people. Uh, and what's happening in Tulsa right now, which is where the guys are from, is Hanson Week. Typically, it is Hanson Day. Uh, they have like a whole three-day festival. They do a whole bunch of things for fan club members and whatnot. And they've do been doing this annually for years now. Uh, but because of the pandemic and safety guidelines, everything is being brought online this year. So it's happening all this week. So I thought, why not celebrate right along with them and, uh, and bring this to you online as well. So like, if you're not super familiar with the band, you thought they were just one song, one album back in 97, surprise. Uh, you know, there's a whole heck of a lot more going on with these guys. Uh, so let's just fill you in a little bit of the history of Hanson real quick. In April of 1997, we had a transition of grungy rock bands to pure pop bliss. Three boys ages 11 to 16 of Tulsa, Oklahoma, released their first song to radio. When Mbop debuted, it quickly went to number one in 27 countries, with their debut album, Middle of Nowhere, selling over 10 million copies worldwide. From there, a fandom was born, and they are called Fansons. I'm going to actually be speaking with a couple of them in just a few moments. We sat down a couple weeks ago, and we just talked about a whole bunch of stuff, but a lot has happened between 1997 and now. And I think there's some facts that you need to know going into this conversation just to fill you in on, uh, on the history of this band. In 1997, they signed to Mercury Records. And before releasing their sophomore album this time around, record labels merged, with Hanson now officially being on Island Def Jam Records, a record label dominated with hip-hop artists. After the guys went and wrote 150 plus songs for their third album, the label was trying to shelve them. So between years 2001 and 2003, there was seemingly a Hanson drought. Where did the guys go? The fans had no idea. Turns out they were having this huge battle with their record label, eventually getting off of Island Def Jam Records, and then created their own record label, Three Car Garage. In April of 2004, they officially released their third album, Underneath, and it quickly became the biggest selling independent record at the time, proving a major label wrong and allowing the band to successfully take over their future. So before I get to this conversation with these couple fans, like I said, a lot of stuff has happened since I spoke to them. So they have been unveiled on The Masked Singer as the Russian Dolls, which has caused so much excitement throughout the fandom, uh, which, you know, I'm just so excited to see what happens now. But they also went and announced a brand new project. Uh, we have the first single from it out. It's called Anna Lee. A video is out there as well. Uh, and we're going to get a song a month along with a video to, to go with that every single month for the rest of the year. So the project is called Against the World. Uh, you can get more info on that on Hanson.net. Um, and then I actually had the opportunity I'm going to be on their podcast, on Hanson's podcast this week. Like, 
my mind was blown. I got to talk to them for like 15 minutes on Zoom. I'll get more to that before the end of this episode, I promise. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's get to this conversation with Chris and Tova. So I love the fact that, that we have a couple of us, what we love to call ourselves uh, as fansons. You know, like yes. this is, this is a, a fan base unlike any other that I have ever witnessed in my own eyes. And maybe it's because I'm seeing it from a different point of view here, but um, you know, you see some of these fan fandoms that are just like super intense. I don't feel like we're intense fans. I feel like we are a fun loving bunch that just wants to like be a part of whatever our band is doing. And we want to like spread the word, right? Like we want people to know that what they're all about because there's such a stigma that comes when you are a Hanson fan and we will get to that in a moment. But what I want to do here is introduce uh, you to, I just want to know like who you are, where you're from, how long you've been a fan. Um, so my name is Chris. I live in Meadville, Pennsylvania, which is about hour and a half north of Pittsburgh. So I'm over on the western half of the state. Um, and I've been a fan uh, pretty much since the beginning, 1997. I, I got middle of nowhere that year for Christmas, but I kind of knew them even, even before that. So I've been a fan for a little while. I'm Tova. I'm from Norway, uh, close to Oslo. Uh, I've been a fan since the, what I know was the beginning in 1997. Uh, I saw them on MTV and uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm sold. Like, Yes, I'm going to like this. <laughs> I'm going to buy posters now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I want all the posters. I want my walls covered. Um, I clearly am, I'm in my 30s and I'm still, you know, this is, I have a whole room dedicated. You know, I've been a fan since 97. So I'm, I'm right there with both of you. And I think like the first time I just like heard Mbop, I think on the school bus, because uh, they had the radio on and, and like I was hooked immediately. I think everybody kind of was. But there was so many people that just didn't want to admit it. <laughs> and shame on them. You know, what I would love to know outside of like these couple little things, you know, getting the CD for Christmas, you know, seeing on MTV, what what attracted you to them fully uh, as, as a band? And like, what made you stick around? Like what made, because like, this has not been an easy fandom to be part of, especially there for a while. There was the Hanson drought of like 2001 or whatever, 2002, 2003. Like it was, it was a rough time. And we all know now why, because they were having such struggles with the, with the label um, right. and, and trying to get free from that. But what has kept you around this whole time? Well, I feel that their music, it has evolved with my taste. <laughs> so from Umba to where they are today, I feel that it's just, it just matches everything that I like uh, while listening to music. What made me stick around? I don't know. I just fell in love and I couldn't fell out of love. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I understand yeah. that. You know, I, I obviously feel the same way about this band, but at the same time, I feel that way about the career I've been in. Like, I've always been told that you get bit by the radio bug, you can't lose it. Like, it's in you and it's kind of like, it's just going to be there until it, you know, till you die, basically. So I feel like that's probably my love for Hanson as well. Uh, but <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Um, I mean, I was I was like 11 when when Mop came out. Um, so I went to like a small Christian school. So there wasn't so much of the, worry about like being bullied or anything for that there were like you know five people in my class sometimes so it wasn't you know it just wasn't really a big deal that way um but I think when I first heard them it was just 
it was just so crazy to me to think that like Zach was 11 too. He's the same age as me. And like, here he is on TV, like making music for a living. Like, man, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> what am I doing with my life at 11? <laughs> at 11, right? No, I mean, it, it wasn't like, but like, that was just so cool to me that it was kids my own age. Um, and I think from there, like for the next three years, it was just kind of a gradual thing. You know, I, I resonated a lot with their music. I think Taylor just has kind of a passion in his vocals that's just kind of unmatched in anyone else in music. And I think by the time this time around came out, and I think it was this way with a lot of fans, that album comes out and it just resonated so much with us that they were they were going to be my favorite band forever at that point. I remember like listening, because I, I don't know how I got it. You know, we've always had our ways of getting things before we're supposed to get them. I feel like like yeah. we're one of those fandoms. We we sneak <laughs> around, we find stuff. I, I feel like I had an advanced copy somehow on cassette tape of the This Time Around album <laughs> and like had it in my dad's van and we were listening to it. My dad's never really been a fan, but when he heard Hand in Hand, he's like, that's it. That's the direction they need to go. <laughs> and I don't think that he's wrong, honestly. Like, I think that is kind of a direct, like they stayed into that rockier side of things, especially, right. I mean, when we fast forward to Anthem, like it was very much uh, a rock album. So, you know, my, my dad had some good pointers back in uh, 2000. <laughs> We've been blessed for like going on 25 years with these guys. What's a memory that stands out for each of you over this, this time frame? Of, of being a fan. Cause I feel like I've got a few, um, but you know, I, I want you guys to share yours first and then I'll, I'll get into some of my weird ones. Yeah, I mean, this is probably more just like a little, a little funny story, I guess, but we've probably been on uh, walks with them before around, around the walk tour. And I remember on the, the Roots and Rock and Roll tour, which was in, in 2015. They kind of did like the back-to-back -back nights where one night was like mostly covers and the next night was you know, original stuff. So like I, you know, spent the night in Cleveland, which, you know, that's a couple hours away from me. And so that was just kind of a cool experience. And um, so we did the walk. I think that I don't remember for sure if it was the first day or the second day, but if you guys have been on walks, I'm sure you know that Taylor's always just completely swarmed. Like you can't get around him. Like I'm not, I'm not going to bother like shoving girls out of the way or anything, but um, it was kind of funny. Like right as he was ending, he was going up to, you know, with his, uh, with his megaphone, he was gonna make a speech. And like, I kind of caught him and I had a CD from, um, like I play in a band. And I'm just like, I just wanted to give this to you because you know, you've inspired my songwriting so much. Um, and he he just kind of took it as, as he was going. And But it was so funny, like as he gave his whole speech about, you know, AIDS in South Africa and everything, his usual spiel that he does. So he has the megaphone in one hand and then he has like our CD in the other. And he's just like waving it around cause like he never, <laughs> never put it down. So like the whole time he's giving a speech, he has like my CD in his hand waving it, and I'm like taking pictures. Like, a nice a little free promo around. tool. <laughs> Gosh, that's funny. I'm also super jealous that you got to go to the Roots and Rock and Roll tour. Like, yeah, I mean, that is one that I really wanted to go to because of how, like, it's it's a night of influential music to them, and then right. uh, you know of their music, and uh, they did go to New York City. I think the shows sold out really quick, but mm -hmm. you know, the way my career has always been, it's like we can only take time off in, in certain, certain times of the year following yeah. around certain um, ratings periods. And right. I mean, they always do stuff in May and I'm like, come on, I get it, but 
can't you like push it to June? Like, so I can take some time <laughs> off. That's really cool. So Tova, what else? What, what did you have that stood out? Well, living in Norway, I haven't actually <laughs> given me a lot of moments with the guys, uh, but I, I would have to say my first concert. I got to see them for the first time in 2017. I've been waiting for some time. Yeah, that, I think that in itself proves how dedicated you are because to go that long to not <laughs> see somebody like, you know, ever and, and like watch them grow and get married and have families and still you're like, just, uh, just waiting on seeing you live. That's all I'm doing over here. You know, like that shows some dedication. <laughs> 13 more years from now, I will see them. <laughs> oh my God, so crazy. Yeah, so that was an uh, awesome experience. I got to see them in Manchester in England uh, for the Christmas tour. Oh my God, so nice. Yeah, finally it's Christmas, it was awesome. I made new friends. I was sitting in line for seven hours, freezing my butt off, it was December. So it was snowing, <laughs> but yeah. we just had the best time and it was, it was an awesome experience from the beginning of the line to the end of the show. Yeah, that's awesome. I, you know, that's another tour. I didn't get to, to go to that one specifically, but I did see them right before uh, the end of 2019. So that like wintry mix tour that they yeah. were a part of, I, I think that was the wintry mix tour. Um, <clears throat> but they they played in Boston like a couple days before Christmas and and then that's how my year ended and then we all know how 2020 went so I was like well that's the last concert I get to go to guess I went out with a bang <laughs> <laughs> but I mean this, I'll tell you like this is how how important they have been from the beginning of like you know 1997 throughout for me like you know even my mom realizes this so I'll tell you like uh, I want to say maybe 1998, 99, whenever 98 Degrees first came out. So it was like they had one single on the radio. They were doing this like radio promo tour and they came to the mall like 10 minutes from me. And it like, you know, 15 year old me is like, I want to go. We got to go. You know, it's a boy band. I want to be a part of it. Um, and I remember like, I mean, there were swarms of girls that day. And my mom started talking to this other mom and she goes, we're here and you know, she's excited, but I know that she'd much rather this be Hanson. And it's like, oh my God, is 98 degrees around? Did they hear that? Like, I'm so embarrassed right now, but I'm not because she's right. Because <laughs> it's true. I had another experience, the, like, cause I, I've gotten to meet them a couple of times now, just over the course of, it took me, let's see, they came out in 97, it was 2003. So it was the underneath acoustic tour. And, and they came to this area in upstate New York and it happened to be at the time, uh, the, the little concert place that my aunt and uncle owned. And mm. I mean, they have pull, but even as the owners, they don't have like super pull. You know, I got into the thing that they had for fans, uh, like pre-party, like, you know, the kind of show where they were doing um, just like warm-ups and whatnot. And my aunt <laughs> embarrassed the crap out of me because she pulls me. I think she pulled Taylor. <laughs> And then goes, hey, go get your brothers. And I'm like mortified because at that point I was 19 or 20. And I'm like, oh my God, I've waited for this moment forever, <laughs> right? And my aunt just told Taylor Hansen to go get his brothers. <laughs> like mortifying. Uh, thankfully, when I met them again in 2012, they didn't seem to remember that. I also didn't bring it up, uh, but at that point I was working in radio 
and they knew that they knew that. So they set a special time up for me because they wanted that to be a special connection. Little did they know that I was actually a fan. So, you know, they were just trying to have a nice radio conversation. And then here I come walking in and I have boomerang on CD, <laughs> like the actual thing, you know, and I, I mean, all three of them, I think their jaws dropped and I don't think they said anything for a moment. And, <laughs> and I was just like, I was just wondering if you could sign this. <laughs> they were like, uh, uh, I haven't seen one of these in forever. And they're like, yeah, sure. So like, it was a really cool moment. And I will say it was also Valentine's day. So like, there is not a single time in the rest of my life that Valentine's day can ever be topped. I don't care who's in my life. I don't care what's going on. That moment for Valentine's is, uh, is definitely going to be, you know, ingrained in here forever. Um, so we, we know that over the last like year, I mean, Toby, this may have been a very good 2020 for you because you know you haven't had a lot of in-person concerts for them, um, but they brought a lot of stuff to, to Hanson.net and just you know for people to be streaming live concerts in general. Were you able to be a part of a lot of that stuff? Yeah, I was. Uh, it was truly awesome. I also got to uh, interview them in one of their po podcasts. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. The, the HTP that has been one heck of a ride listening to those podcasts. I yeah. feel like I've learned way more than I need to about certain songs, <laughs> uh, but I also still kind of want more, you know? Um, but like, what, what kind of, you know, questions did you ask? Like what, what ended up going on in that one? Well, it was a tricky one because, um, given that I'm seven hours ahead of yeah. Tulsa, right. <laughs> I, and I had to go to work the next day and it was like midnight when I was getting the email. Okay, in, what, in 24 hours from now, I'm going to be interviewing Hansen and I had no idea what to ask them. So I had to, uh, to, uh, to say to my friends that I need help. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did I mean, you have like a subject that you had? Because I know some of them were based on the albums that they were talking about, but did yeah. you have like a, a, like a theme? Yeah, I did. Oh, now I don't remember the name of the album even. I'm. Oh, it's late in the evening, and I'm. Um, it's okay. I'm, brain farts. Brain farts are worldwide. That's. Well, that's I get a lot of them. <laughs> Shout it out! Thank you. Yeah, Shout it out. Right. <laughs> so it's actually one of my favorites. So it's embarrassing to forget the name. <laughs> don't worry. Nobody will see this. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so I had got to ask some questions about Shout It Out and I was like, mm, I don't know what to ask. So, but my friends stood up for me and I was like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> because without them, I wouldn't have any clue what to ask them because I I was about just about to go to sleep and then eight hours at right. work. And then when I got home, it was time. <laughs> right, yeah, no, that, that is some short notice right there. And, well, and really? I'll say this too, like when you're put on the spot for, for anything, like, uh, like me just asking you right now what the theme was. It's like blank. What's going on? I don't even know my name. What's happening? Like I might have a million questions to ask them, but then when it's like, hey, you can ask them anything. It's like, oh, man, I don't, know. I don't even know where to start. Like, I what's their names? I forgot. Like you know. Yeah, they asked me in the end of the interview, like we still have some time. Do you have another question? I was like, no. <laughs> I, want, I want to sign off now. End meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. So 
The one thing that is very exciting uh, over the last uh, few months, we all, all of a sudden, just perked our ears up one day. We're like, that's Hanson. <laughs> and it's the masked singer. So are yeah. you able to watch it in Norway, Tova? The day after, I watched it on YouTube. So oh, yeah, good. when I wake up, it's there, so. <laughs> oh, nice, yeah. I mean, that happens for me too. I have to watch it on Hulu. I mean, this is one of those moments where I just, I mean, I think, I think if any of us, like if all of a sudden, you know, the Russian dolls get unveiled and it's not them, I think we all might, we all might simultaneously have heart attacks. Like, <laughs> but I mean, based on voice, based on clues, based on everything that we know too about their traveling in the time frame of when this show was filmed, it just seems to all add up. But are you guys feeling the excitement like I am? I'm super excited, actually. Yeah, my son, he uh, wrote this note yeah, that he put up on the fridge that if it's not Hansen, because I, I, I'm so, I know it's Hansen. And he said, okay, what, it, what, what will we do if it's not Hansen? I was like, okay, if it's not Hansen, I will not eat candy for a year. Oh my God, wow. <laughs> He's putting it all on the table. It's all oh, on yeah. the line right now. <laughs> so it's up all on the fridge, so yeah. If it's not Hanson, well, no candy for a year. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, yeah, I don't even know. Like, my mind would be completely blown. Um, yeah. But it does, like, a lot of the excitement, I feel like, that's surrounding this right now is very reminiscent of back back in the day. Like, back when Mbop was out and, like, they're all over these teen magazines and, you know, we've got these posters all over our walls and everything else. And, you know, so it feels really good. Have you guys, been, well, while you've been watching, is there a performance that sticks out to you? Is there a clue that sticks out to you where you're like, oh, that's a good one? Aside from Shallow, I think Man in the Mirror has been, has been my favorite. I, you know, I've been saying for years, Taylor needs to do covers of Michael Jackson. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a few different songs that you can just tell like he, you know, he's doing these vocals and he's just thinking Michael Jackson. Like it's yeah. like so close where the, like the, it's like almost a, an impersonation as it's coming out, you know, and it's so good. I, I do agree with Man in the Mirror. It was awesome because I've always loved Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. So that was a special moment. It really was. And of course, when they put up the Misfits Toy Store, it was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. That was so fun because it's like manufacturing toys and referring to boy bands, which by the way, anytime somebody calls Hanson a boy band, I'm ready to punch them right in the face. Like they were boys in a band that wrote their own music and played their own stuff. There is a big difference. And by the way, I'm the biggest boy band fan probably ever. So it's like for me to get that like volatile, like I'm ready to beat somebody up about it. Like it, you know, I mean my business. Just to wrap this up, because I know I don't have a ton of time left here uh we've got right now what's happening is it, for those who don't know it, it's hansen week in in tulsa um and when you're a hansen fan i mean this is where uh, nothing else matters um we're gonna call in sick to work we're gonna you know get all of our shirts together all of our memorabilia and we're just going to dive in and have a blast but i mean this year they're bringing it all online so we've got all sorts of things happening this week with um, with a lot of interaction from the band. So that's going to be really, really cool. But along with this, they're making a lot of announcements this week, right? So we've got new music coming. Um, we've we've got, uh, you know, a documentary that's going to be out uh, for the new album. There's, there's a fan club EP that's coming out. But I also, I feel like they've hinted that it's not just one new album, but multiple. 
-hmm. How excited are we guys? Like, I mean, what, what do you think we can expect? What, what do you think they have up their sleeves? Have you put any thought into this? I put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> yeah. And, and what, what are your, what are your ideas from that? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm just really excited about against the world. I think this week we'll have an announcement about maybe first single video, maybe even a release date for the album and tour dates. I think that's all all really, really close here. I think when they when they first started talking about this album, which was on Hanson Day in 2019, right? They expected to release it last year. They talked about doing, you know, two albums in consecutive years. So I, I think the it sounds like the the plans are still to maybe record one more album after Against the World, like record it right now and release it next year. So, you know, it's been eight years since Anthem to be able to think like we could get a new album this year and a new album next year. That's that's really, really exciting. <laughs> So excited. Tova, have you put any thought into all this stuff? Have you been dissecting their, their like hashtags and all the things? Because I saw a Black Mesa hashtag at one point from Taylor and I'm just like, oh, you are toying with us, sir. Yeah, I know that some people think that Black Mesa is going to be a country album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, sure. <laughs> Well, you know what, though, um, when I heard No Rest for the Weary come out on, on one of the fan club EPs, I had just started working in country radio, and I was like, oh, sweet Jesus, sweet baby Jesus, are they coming to me? They're coming to me. Uh, they're following my career, too, um, <laughs> because, like, I had never been a big country girl by any means, but you know, uh, then, then I heard, you know, what I've, what I've heard from country music now, it's definitely more pop leaning. And then I feel like they fit. I feel mm -hmm. like yeah. they do fit. And, um, you know, they can kind of go back to their roots in a lot of ways with it too, and, and bring their own style of it. So mm -hmm. gosh, uh, that is some news to me and I'm actually loving it, Tova. <laughs> so, <laughs> to leave, to leave on this note, if you could say anything to them right now, what would you say? We'll start with Tova. Well, I actually did say it to Isaac because I was in Tulsa in 2018 and I just wanted to thank them for everything they actually do for the fans. I don't know what any other band that is uh, hosting uh, concerts in their hometown for the fans like they do. They do. So it will be awesome to thank them for everything that they actually do for the fans so yeah. we can meet up together. Um, I think just, just kind of in terms of of albums because like you know Spotify has become such a big thing and a, more emphasis on individual songs than on albums I think I just think with you know the six albums we've gotten from them I think just the art of making an album they do it better than anybody and I think that's why we're all still here um, I think with with them kind of being a band with you know three lead singers basically um, a full album with, you know, 12 or 13 songs gives them a chance to kind of flex all their muscles and show us some ballads, show us some upbeat stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to think about, you know, two albums coming maybe this year and next year. And I just, I just encourage them to keep, keep writing songs that they feel the world needs to hear and, and releasing music that way. You know, the one thing that I would love to say to them is just like, thank you for being my security blanket since 1997. <laughs> You know, all the ups and all the downs and all the people in and out of lives and the jobs lost and the, you know, successes had, like, they've been the, like, one major constant, I would say, for me. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. And, and I am super thankful that, to have something that I can love that much 
that I feel like kind of loves me back, even though they might not even be aware of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a good feeling to have. So I'm, I feel blessed to have you guys on. I can't wait when travel is like feeling comfortable. I, my plan is, is Hanson day next year. So, you know, you guys, I mean, I don't know what your plans are, but let's keep in touch. And like, I would definitely um, love to meet up at some point and, you know, maybe you have you on for a future podcast when the albums come out too. That, that sounds awesome. Awesome. I have already booked for Tulsa next year. So I'm, Look at I'm... you. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I, we're sharing a hotel room, girl. Uh, <laughs> seriously, I hope Tova is getting ready to share her hotel room in Tulsa next year because I'm not kidding about that. I'm going. <laughs> in fact, I'm actually going to go to Tulsa in September for one of these streaming shows that the guys have also announced. They're going to be doing shows uh, from July through October online. So if you do want to check them out, the shows are really not expensive. You can stream it right there on your TV in your living room. Uh, have as many drinks as you want. Nobody's going to know how sloppy you get, all those things. Uh, but also... I did. Like I said, I got to be on their podcast this week. And here I was just minding my own, right? And I checked my email. And because I'm in the fan club, I went and I got picked to be a, a part of this podcast. And it was for their game that they were going to be doing. Uh, I thought it was going to be Hanson trivia because that is how they have been doing it. And it was just multiple choice before they have this uh, actual trivia game. And I studied, I did. Uh, <laughs> and then they threw me for a loop and they gave me a new game. That involved numbers. I failed math twice. It was awful. Uh, but no, it was like an amazing experience. It was so much fun. And I wanted to share a little bit of that conversation so you can know that how awesome they are, but also how much I kept my cool. Like, I don't know how I did, but I, I did it. So <laughs> take a look. So, and then have you a part of this game? Yeah, be easy on me. The new kind of game. It's Hanson yeah, we're versus gonna, We're going to do a different game. It's so the Price is Right. It's, this is, this it's just should be, the Price is Right title. Yeah. It's okay. most dates. All right. I'm not going to lie. If you if you didn't think I didn't study, like, oh, and, then, and then you throw me for a loop. Like, uh, this is some crap, guys. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I came so prepared to crush you at your own history. <laughs> oh, God. So I hope, if anything, if you have lasted this long in this episode of Hello from Mars, that you're going to at least take four minutes of your time and, and like check out a Hanson song that's not Mbop, you know, maybe maybe the brand new one, Annalie, at least something that has come out on their independent record label because these guys have been going strong and they deserve the second look. That's what I'm saying. All right. And they got a lot of stuff in the works. So it's not the last you've heard from Hanson. Uh, but guys, this is amazing. Like I know that the, the masks are becoming less and less in our world. A lot of vaccinations are happening. Things are feeling so much better and we're going in the right direction. Keep doing that. Keep being safe. More Hello from Mars is coming next week. <laughs>